17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. First of all, Lamar, and I, Lamar's my guy. I, I, Lamar's my guy. It is what it is. But some of those plays that he made in this game were just backbreaking. I mean, the the inter, the tipped interception that goes for a pick six. All right, you know, stuff like that's going to happen. I mean, he's throwing it to Patrick Ricard. It felt eerily similar to that Giants pick that he had last year in that Giants game. Um, and then the 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 interception that he throws down the field, trying to get it to Rashad Bateman. It's only but so many times we can say it's a miscommunication or Bateman's got to turn. That's not on Bateman. I mean, that that ball is behind him. Even if you say it's a back shoulder throw, it's not. I mean, he's got to stop on a dime to come back to that ball. And afterwards, Lamar is patting his chest, blaming himself. And I know this one got brought back, but that interception he throws in the end zone, I mean, it felt like that was the same exact pick he threw against the Bills last year in that collapse loss at home. It I, And again, that one got brought back, thankfully, but it just didn't seem – and somebody else in the media made a good point about this to me in the press box. Um, it just seems like when this offense is going south, Lamar isn't saving them. And in, in fact, Lamar is – going just as fast south as anybody it, it just seems like when when the momentum shifts he isn't the he, he he hasn't shown to the to this point in the season obviously in this point in his career he has which is the head scratching thing for me he just seems like he can't get them back on track whereas in years past where he had less around him <laughs> he was able to kind of be that superman but i, I don't know it just seems like lamar when this offense is free falling, he's unable to stop it. No, and I think that's a very great point, Cordell, where I've, you know, had that conversation with Ken Wyman saying this year, and this is kind of a testament to the team that the Ravens have, where there's been so many moments this year where Lamar doesn't have to put on the Superman cape in order for the Ravens to win this year, where in years past, like you're saying, he's got to win it on himself, but mm-hmm. There have been those moments where you think back to the Steelers game, going back to it, the interception, uh, the Joey Porter Jr., where he was going for Odell Beckham Jr. on the uh, jump ball on the goal line fade, where, look, you settle for a field goal there. You're, you're living for another day. And, Lamar, the interception to Bateman, and unfortunately, and look, Jason has the numbers. Uh, Jason Lock and Fora has the numbers where – his passer rating to Rashad Bateman over the course of his career is in the 70s. And we've seen multiple times this year where those guys are not on the same page. And this is Rashad Bateman's third year in the NFL. This isn't a Zay Flowers where he's a rookie and, and Lamar and him are trying to gain that rapport. This is year three where it, it, it's very bizarre. We're in week 10 and you're having that type of miscommunication and on that interception where that just can't happen at the end of the half. No, it, it can't happen. It can't happen. And I, and I, I've been asking for more of Rashad Bateman. I believe we both have been asking for more of Rashad Bateman uh, in this offense. And I thought Bateman did some good things early. It, 
it just seems like they go away from him. And once they go away from him, he's never brought back into the fold. He had two catches on four targets today. I mean, the passing game in itself wasn't really there for them. Zay Flowers paced him with five catches on six targets, 73 yards. Mark Andrews, who, to be honest with you, for a while there, I forgot Mark Andrews was even in the game because I hadn't seen anything from him leading up to that 36-yard catch that he had late in the second half, which was good. But you didn't really hear anything from Mark Andrews today. Nothing much from Odell Beckham outside of that slant touchdown, which was great. I mean, that was vintage Beckham on that one. Lamar hit him in stride. You got to see Beckham really show that burst. But the all the, the rushing game, and it, I don't want to be all negative um, because there were some good things. Obviously, Keaton Mitchell is just another bright spot. Why Keaton Mitchell wasn't more involved? Harbs didn't even have the answer uh, <laughs> for that when we asked him after the game. But I will say it is troublesome, especially with Cincinnati on Thursday. This is a Ravens team that finished this game with three of their starting offensive linemen not in the game. Ronnie Stanley got hurt in this one, a knee issue. Uh, Kevin Zeitler got hurt in this game as well. And Morgan Moses came into the game as an inactive. No, it's it's this three-game home stretch. Seattle, Cleveland, Cincinnati was so crucial to me. And that was despite going four and one in the four to five games on the road prior to that, because this is a situation, Cordell, where you win this game today against the Browns. They're buried. They're done in terms of the AFC North competition. And then if you were to win this one and win against Cincinnati and Cincinnati lost today, they're buried. Yeah. And, and it's these type of games going to the Colts, going to the Steelers, where it's week 10 now when we get to week 16, 17, 18, and we're saying, okay, the Ravens need this to happen. The Ravens need this to happen. If they would have won these games, one of these games, two of these games, we are talking about that situation, man. Like, like, and that's the thing that's so frustrating where we've seen this time and time again with this Ravens team. Um, and, and you get late into the year and you're lamenting the fact that they're dropping games like this that were easily winnable for them and they weren't able to get it done. Yeah. And, and to your point, you know, they, they got the game against uh, Cincinnati on Thursday. They win that game. Honestly, all will probably be forgiven, realistically. They Especially as banged up as it's looking like they are right now. I think for me and probably a lot of Ravens fans, it's more about how they lost this game yeah. to Cleveland. I, 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 don't, I don't think it, I think if you ask John Harbaugh coming into the week, you know, if he could split these two games this week, would that be a win for him? He'd say yes. He'd say yes. But he also wouldn't say that if he had knew that he would have a 14-point lead against Cleveland in the fourth quarter and then go on to blow that game. I, I just – I think that's the issue for me. And just looking long-term, finishing games is a problem for this team. It's It's been a problem. And it doesn't matter whether it's the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side. Them as a team have struggled to finish games. Uh, right now, especially these close wings. They look great when they're blowing teams out, but when you get into some fiery stuff and, you know, the game is going up and down, back and forth, they still are having struggles protecting big leads. I don't know, man. I, I still think that this Ravens team is a really good team. I still believe that in the AFC, I still think they're right up there, right behind Kansas City. 
Um, but it's, it's some of these repetitive um, characteristics that are worrying me when you talk about how far this team can go in January. Look, Cordell, this isn't a blip. This isn't a one-time thing. This isn't a two-time thing. You look at the numbers right now. Ravens have six losses with a double-digit lead since the start of 2022, most in the NFL. Yep. Nine losses with a seven-point lead in the fourth quarter since the start of 2021, most in the NFL. 11 losses when leading entering the fourth quarter since 2021, most in the NFL. This isn't coincidence. Nope. This has been something that has been happening time and time again. And we've gone over the numbers. You've gone over the numbers. Anyone who's covering this team has gone over the numbers, the struggles in the fourth quarter. And it's not just one thing. It's not just all the defense. It's not just all the offense. It's it's a combination of things. Heck, you can look back to coaching where the, the Lions game where Zay – Harbaugh didn't use the timeout when Zay called the fair catch prior to the two-minute warning. It is a combination of everything right now, which is causing this Ravens team to wilt under pressure, wilt in the fourth quarter. And this is something that is always going to be in the mind of anyone who covers the team, anyone that's a fan of the team, or anyone that's watching a game with this Ravens squad, because this isn't a local narrative. This is an actual narrative nationally mm -hmm. for this Ravens football team. And they got to buck this trend.